Hey, I don't know about you, but when it comes to creative projects, I am so impatient. When I create something, I want it to be produced or out in the world or made into a book or whatever it is right now. Are you like that too? Well, today we are going to dress creative patience. Well, hello and welcome to the Unstoppably Creative Podcast, where I'm going to show you how to increase your confidence, build momentum, and create wildly successful results. I'm your host, Leslie Becker, and I'm here to help you have an unstoppably creative life. So let's get to it. Well, hello, my friend, Leslie Becker here, and we are jumping into another episode of the Unstoppably Creative Podcast. And today is all about creative patience. This is going to be a confronting episode for me because in general, when it comes to projects and getting things done, I am super, super impatient. And maybe you've experienced that too. Maybe you're someone who just, you know, creates things very quickly or even takes time with them. And then when they're ready, you're like, okay, this is ready. Why isn't this happening? Why isn't this getting produced? Why isn't this book a deal happening? Whatever it is that your creative art is, I want us to learn this week how to have patience. I just want to breathe a minute because even just starting this podcast conversation, I can feel myself getting impatient as I'm doing it because I have a lot to share with you today. And anyone who's been listening to me for a while knows that I definitely have this move forward driving personality. And I, um, in general, like to create things quickly and get them out in the world quickly. And I've shared the story of when I wrote The Organized Actor, I literally wrote it, pitched it, and sold it in three days. Um, I also, when years ago when I was in New York, um, uh, me and two other friends were sitting in a writer's organization event, and we looked at each other and said, why don't we start our own? And within three weeks, we have started, we'd started our own writer's group. We had 20 writers join the group. We had an event on the calendar to do it. So I've always been someone who's moved forward quickly. And what that's done is not only allowed me to to get stuff out in the world, but it's also done some not so great things for me, which is impatient. When things don't happen quickly, I get impatient. Now, I don't know about you if you are like that, but I have a feeling as a creative, because we all have so many different ideas coming at us and coming out of us every single day, that probably you've experienced a little bit of impatience in your life. So... Today, I'm going to tackle this thing called creative patience and learning how to trust. Oh, there's a word, trust. How do we trust that the timing of our project will be the right timing for it to succeed? Man, that is a tough one. That is a tough one for all of us because we all want our project to happen right now, right? So how do we slow ourselves down? How do we start to actually, how do we learn to trust that God's got you or the universe has you or whatever it is that you believe that you are guided and protected and there's a safety net underneath you? So this episode might get a little confronting. And I know I joked about that at the beginning, but this first question that I'm going to present to you is really important and it's really come up for me because I've noticed in these last couple of months, I've started to get very impatient and I don't really know why that is or where that's come from, Um, but I just thought I'd address it here because if I'm experiencing it, some of you might be experiencing it too. And I've got to be honest, there's a lot of things going on in the world right now 
in this last two and a half years, things just stopped. And now we're right in the middle of the, um, the writer strike and the SAG after strike and suddenly things are stopping again and that creates impatience around us. So I want to ask you this really hard question and that is this, who do you become when you are impatient? Ooh, that is a hard question. So I'm going to give you some thoughts. Do you get mad and then pick a fight? Are you someone who's like, man, if you're someone fires you up, you just want to pick a fight with them? When you're impatient, are you one of those who says things under your breath that you hope someone won't hear, but maybe they will hear and you're just kind of uttering under your breath? That happens for me sometimes when I'm waiting in line. Yesterday I was at Dick's Sporting Goods and the line was so long and the person at the register was taking so long and I just found myself uh, under my breath going, what is going on? Why is this taking so long? What is wrong with this person? And I'm sharing that in a very vulnerable way, but that's what was happening. So is that what you do? Do you mutter under your breath just a little bit so nobody can really hear you, but maybe somebody can that's really close? Or do you say something out loud to the, somebody else and go, you know, why is this taking so long? And say it out loud so that other people can hear it and start getting frustrated and impatient as well. Or maybe... You do it secretly. Maybe you talk to somebody else about somebody else. Like you, you gossip about the person who's not in the room. Oh, can you believe that person did that? Or maybe you just give up. When you get impatient, you just get up and go, oh, this isn't going to work and you leave. Or maybe you just pretend whatever's frustrating you didn't happen. And then finally, maybe you are someone already who actually trusts that the timing isn't right right now. Okay, I just threw a ton at you. And I got to be honest, I've been one of those people at various times in my life or various situations. And then there's other times I'm super patient. Super patient, of course, with people when I'm teaching. Um, I really never get frustrated with people when I'm actually in teacher mode. But if I'm not in that mode, sometimes you're going to get my more impatient self. Can you relate to that? So I know those questions that I presented were kind of confronting and just kind of notice for yourself this week as you're going into the week, how do you behave when you're getting impatient? Now, I'm going to be crystal clear of why this is coming to kind of the surface for me. And I know that you can relate to this because I have a feeling that you have some kind of project, something that you've been working on, that was stopped by the events of the last two or three years. Seriously, I can't imagine there's a single person listening to this that's whose life or project or something wasn't stopped by the events of these last two or three years. Well, now we're past that event and now more things are coming forward that are stopping us from being able to do the things that we want to do. Now, I've talked about for the last, probably the last year on this uh, podcast, um, about my project, um, the musical that I wrote with my collaborator, Michael Hunsaker. We have some wonderful producers um, that have, uh, that have um, uh, purchased the option for that piece and we're moving forward. We are talking, they are talking with theaters. There's lots going on with it. But at the same time, there is also a lot of patience that is needed for that process to go on because my partner and I, started working on this project well over 20 years ago. We've not worked on it that whole time, but it's a project that we brought out from the back burner and brought forward again after years of it being on the shelf. So in that initial excitement, we were really excited and things started to move along quickly. 
And then COVID hit, it stopped that. And then COVID came back. We started working on it again. And now things are stopping it again. And the patience that it takes to continue having hope in a project is huge. And so today I'm going to give you some tips to help you navigate those times when you're really impatient and you really want something to happen and to learn how to trust that the timing is going to be right when it's right. As long as you listen to that higher source of power that you believe in, whether that be God, whether that be the universe or whatever it is, whatever you rely on that is bigger than you to help you be patient. Are you ready for that? All right, let's dive in. Tip number one, and this one is so hard for me, but stop pushing. Tip number one, when you are being impatient is to stop pushing. I know that is totally counterintuitive, but the moment that you press in and, 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 you know, start pushing in on why this isn't happening and why this isn't going is exactly the moment that you are going to get more and more frustrated. So I want you to stop pushing. Let yourself take a step backwards, breathe, and let things evolve as they are supposed to evolve. Now, I know, my friend, that that is hard, that is confronting, but it really is the most important tip is that in the times that you are getting most impatient is probably the time you need to push the least. And that's counterintuitive. We usually, the more impatient we're getting, the more we want to push. But the moment that we step back, take a breath and let things evolve, they actually happen a little bit quicker. I know some of you aren't believing me right now, but it is the truth. Breathe, step back, stop pushing. All right, tip number two. The other thing that's super important, when you have a project that you've got going out there and it's not really happening at the pace that you want it to, let the powers that be make that work. If you have producers involved or other people involved or there's you know workings in the background that have to happen before that project, that business, whatever it is you're creating can actually go forward, let all the people that are doing that other work go forward with them. Let them do it. And you can start working on other things. You can work on another project. You could start another project or you could pull out another project you didn't finish and work on that. Or you could just step back and do something entirely different while that's going on in the background. Now, again, I know that's confronting. I know that's hard. Why do I know that? Because it's hard for me. So I imagine that is hard for you. But in the moments that I have done that, where I've said, you know what? Those people have that covered. I'm going to trust that they know what they're doing, that they're doing their job well. And I'm going to go over and I'm going to do this. And when they're ready to share what they've been doing, then I can get excited about that or I can get frustrated again. But the reality is I didn't have to stay frustrated and upset and angry the whole time. I could simply say, great, I'm going to trust that they're going to do that and we're going to check back and I'm going to go over and do this thing. So that's tip number two, my friend. Don't be scared to go do something else and let other people who have said that that's their job, they're doing that to trust that they are going to do that. Tip number three, if you are working as a team in a collaboration in a group of people, whether that be in starting your business or whether that be a creative project, I want you to set parameters and timelines that will help you 
to hold yourself accountable, to hold the other people on your team accountable. Anything, any project that's just kind of out there without timelines on it are also what generate impatience. When there's no actual timeline or commitment to communication of where the project is, that is when it's very easy to get impatient. So with your partners, set up timelines, set up like a kind of the, the your collaborative norms that you're going to do and say, you know, hey, we would love to hear from you every two weeks or once a month or every day, depending on what you know stage your project is. Set up those communication timelines so it doesn't feel like you're just in this void and other people are away doing things that you aren't even aware of. Set up kind of daily, weekly, monthly, annual, some kind of communication that works for all of you as a team so that you all know what's happening all the time. Because there's nothing more frustrated than being a part of a project and there's people on one side doing something and people on the other side doing something and people over there doing something and you're off doing something, but you haven't communicated together. So I wanna encourage you, find a communication pattern or norm that you're gonna do so that you all know where the project stands at every moment. All right, tip number four. This one's a tough one because I want you to look at a project that you have right now in your life and I want you to ask yourself, have you lost hope around that project? Boy, this is something so easy for creatives to do. And it's so easy for creatives to do it earlier and sooner than they actually should. One of my favorite quotes that I keep on my refrigerator is uh, by Thomas Edison. And it says this, many of life's failures are people who did not realize how close they were when they gave up. Oh my gosh, I keep that there and I have to look at that every day when I get frustrated that something's not going the way that I want it to go in terms of getting a project off the ground. But I think that's such a smart quote because I think it's so true that we tend to give up sooner than we actually should. So I just want to ask you is, have you given up hope on something that you really shouldn't have given up hope on? It's a really important question. And there's also the other side of that question. Are you holding on to something that has actually lost all hope? Are you getting indicators that this project isn't going somewhere because something is not going right with it? Like that you are noticing that, wow, maybe the project really isn't as great as you thought it was, or maybe the team you've assembled isn't really as great as you thought it was. Is it actually carrying you down this path where you're kind of losing hope and maybe there's some truth in why you are losing hope? So I want to make sure this particular one has two sides. It has the, have you lost hope too early? And are you holding on too long is the other side of that. And if you have discovered, wow, this project really isn't going where I want it to, when it needs to go, I'm really, truly losing hope on this. Tip number five is you can stop. This is your baby. This is your project. This is your business. This is your creative energy. If you get to a place where you really have lost hope for it and that you really realize, man, this just, this isn't going anywhere. And maybe it's time to stop. Maybe it's time to put it back on the shelf. It doesn't mean stop it forever. But sometimes it might. 
but really be mindful with yourself and ask yourself this week, if you have a project that you've been working hard on and it's just not going anywhere, maybe it's time to stop and that's okay. And I know as creatives, a lot of time that full stop, that, that thought of really like ending the hope for this moment is a giant decision, a hard one. And sometimes my friend, it is the best one. And you know, you could apply that to all areas of your life, but with creative projects, there is sometimes a moment when somebody in the group of collaborators has to step up and say, guys, this is not going in the right direction. Are we really all on board for this still? And are we actually, do we actually see that there's a light at the end of the tunnel where this thing is going to come to fruition? And if it's not, it's okay to choose to stop. I don't know about you, but this episode has been confronting for me because these are real things that I'm dealing with right now. And I want to make sure that if you are also dealing with a project that's not moving as fast as you would like, that you remember that you can do all of these different choices. You can decide to just step back and breathe and be patient. You can decide to go do something else while the other people do their thing. You can decide to stop. But I want you to know that there are options for you wherever you are. Now, I also want to share on the this podcast is that I'm not at stopping point on my project. I'm still so passionate about this musical project. And yes, it is taking way longer than I would like it to take. It is frustrating. It is challenging. And the thing that gets me through at every moment that I find myself spinning up and going, why isn't this happening? What's happening? That I take a breath. I step back. And I remind myself that God's got me and that the timing of this will be right. Because I have always believed from the moment we started this project, this project has always gotten energy around it. And this time when we got these new producers that wanted to bring it to life, there has been energy underneath it. And there has been that underlying belief that this is going to come to fruition. The time is now. It might not be right now this second, but the time is now. This would never be a time to quit because we are so close to having this thing become a reality. So as we close out this episode, I want to leave you with this, my friend, trust, trust in God, trust in the universe, trust in whatever uh, higher source that you believe in, that your project, your business, the things that you are working toward, they will happen in the right timing, even if it feels like in the moment right now that it should be right now, I promise you that the timing will be right for you. All right, my friend, that's what I've got for you this week. This was a longer episode because I'm so passionate about this topic and I'm working through those things on my own this right now at this time in my life. I hope this has been useful for you and I look forward to seeing you next week. And until then, keep living your unstoppably creative.